I would like to read to you this morning from Matthew 20, from verse 29 to 34. And I'm reading from the New International Version. As Jesus and his disciples were leaving Jericho, a large crowd followed him. Two blind men were sitting by the roadside. And when they heard that Jesus was passing by, they shouted, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on us. The crowd rebuked them and told them to be quiet. But they shouted the louder, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on us. Jesus stopped and called them. What do you want me to do for you? He asked. Lord, they answered, we want our sight. Jesus had compassion on them and touched their eyes. Immediately they received their sight. And followed him. And this is our word for today. We thank God for his amazing word. Now, for, you of the, for, for those of you that don't know, uh, before I came to Emsini, I was stationed in uh, Uppington. And uh, the Methodist Church thought it good uh, that they put me as far as possible. Uh, from civilization. And uh, they say Uppington, uh, in the Methodist church, they always had this joke, and uh, I think it's really true. It's like, you must have done something really bad, okay, to get to Uppington. But I want to tell you that it was probably one of the most amazing places that I had ever received, that I was ever able to, to be, um, to minister to, to amazing people. But one of the things at Uppington uh, is really hot. It's very, very hot. It's probably the hottest place in South Africa. And some people would say it is only barbed wire that separates hell from, from Africa. That's how hot it is. Uh, but I remember once going into a shopping mall, and I saw a gentleman walking with, two, with, 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 with his crutches. But he was really struggling. And I noticed, too, that he was, that he was blind. So he could come, you know, his, his, his vision must have been really very bad, uh, impaired. So, but he could walk, but, you know, and he went and stood in the middle of that pick and pay. And in the middle of the pick and pay, he was a colored gentleman. He shouted out, help me! <laughs> I said, believe he might help me. You know, meaning help me. Somebody please help me. And there he stood. And he continued to shout like that, help me. Until somebody came. And some, not one person, but a whole group of people come. And they stood around him and gathered around him and said, what is wrong? What, what can we do? You know, how can we help you? And I remember him saying, can you get me some sugar? <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like you made such a performance to get somebody's attention, but all he wanted was some sugar. I don't know about you, but um, I, I saw some people's faces at that, at that shopping center. When that gentleman started screaming like that, there were also some people that said, Hey, shh, man. Hey, shh. Keep quiet. You know, 
We don't need to hear what, you, uh, what you're shouting about. And I've, I've been very tempted sometimes, especially in some shopping centers, to stand in the middle of that shopping uh, saying, Help me! <laughs> you know, I'm trying to look for something and I can't find it, you know. And uh, sometimes that, but then I don't. And I think to myself, because maybe somebody, <laughs> somebody's going to look at me strange and say, Hey, hey, but calm down, <laughs> you know, stop it, stop it. But on this way to Jericho, there were two blind men. And uh, there were quite a few people following Jesus. But these two blind men were insistent. And so they, I can just imagine them sitting there on the side of, of the pavement. In this, as, as, as Jesus is leaving, and that's where people met, because Jericho was apparently, there were two Jerichos. The one Jericho had, had burnt down and broken, and there was a new Jericho that was built. And, and all the tax collectors and everybody, they stayed in this. So it was a very lardy doll, very, you know, um, people had a lot of money. And so it was a good, good place to be a beggar. Because you could get some alms. You could get something uh, that the people would feed you. And so they were sitting there. And, and I'm just wondering how, how it must have been. If you close your eyes for, for the next five minutes. Okay, don't fall asleep. Uh, no, not, you don't have to close your eyes. But can you imagine, all you can, all you can do is hear. You can't see anything. You can only hear. Jeez, that must be frustrating. Hey? I'd rather lose my hearing, I think. No? Um, I'd rather use... Uh, I don't want to lose anything, actually. Uh, but I think sight is so... Wow. We, I asked this morning if you saw the beauty you had in Seni. Did you see the flowers? Did you see the grass? You could actually see the grass grow. <laughs> it's actually so... But it's a beautiful. So I'd like you to look at the person next to you quickly. Okay? No, but go like this. You need to go like this. Okay? And look, just stare at that person like a heart. Okay? Like a heart. Go like that. And just look at that person. You see the beauty of that person. It's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful, and and that's what God, what Jesus Himself is walking along. He's going to Jerusalem, where they're going to crucify Him. They're going to crucify Jesus. Knows this is coming. This is what's going to happen. If you read the next couple of chapters, this is going to happen. The next thing that's going to happen is Jesus is going to, they're going to call some, some uh, they're going to get him some donkeys and they, he's going to have to ride into Jerusalem. And people are going to start screaming out and they're going to say very similar, Lord, the son of David. And they're going to say, hallelujah, Hosanna in the highest. Today, these two blind beggars are shouting out and they are insistent They're shouting out, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on us. Not once, but twice. 
on the top of their voices, like that colored man in pick and pay, so that somebody can hear. There's a lot of people. You can imagine there's a lot of people holding on to Jesus. There's a lot of people walking with Jesus. There's a lot of people talking to Jesus at once. Everybody's talking. But these guys, these guys are standing there, are sitting there, and they've, they've heard somebody's, who's coming? That's oh, Jesus. They might have heard who Jesus was. And so they, they scream on, to, on the top of their lungs. They scream, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on us. See, Jesus himself said the following words. He said, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it shall be opened to you. For everyone who, who asks, receives, and who seeks, finds, and to him who knocks, it will be opened. Now think of this, and I think of these guys, and they are shouting hey, on the top of their lungs so that Jesus can hear them. But Jesus told another story about a widow and a judge. And this widow would go to the judge every single day. She would go to him to make, to say to him, Judge, please, sort this out. There are potholes in my road and I need to have them fixed. And every single day he went. And then at least at one stage the judges said, Okay, yo, I've had enough now. You know, she hasn't stopped and so I will do something about it. And the same with Jesus. He says, we need to ask. And we need to be um, insistent, eh? persistent. We need to ask. And these guys, oh, I can just imagine, all they did was, was scream on the top of their lungs. And the thing is with the blind is that they weren't heard. They weren't seen. They were seen as outcast. As people not, they, 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 people took them to that to that road maybe and help them there and put them down. But that was it. They needed to fend for themselves. Have you ever had pink eye? No? Saw, eh? And one of the things is they say, don't touch your eyes. And don't let somebody else touch your eyes also because they will also get it. And so can you imagine that nobody wanted to touch these people because they were seen as being dirty? They were seen as being an outcast. They were seen as being not part of society. And yet they must have known something. They must have known something about the Old Testament. They must have known something about the Messiah. They must have heard about Jesus. Two of them. Your best mate. Me and my wife speak often. And we sit and we have discussions about everything. These are two blind beggars. You can imagine the discussions they had. Right? You can imagine the conversations they had about, did you hear what Jesus did? He's just, he's just healed somebody. Have you, uh, did you hear what Jesus did? He saved those, uh, a man that was, um, that, 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 that was filled with demons. Did you hear what Jesus did? And that conversation must have taken place between the two of them. And they must have heard the miracles that Jesus had done. And then somebody says to them, 
hey, Jesus is coming past you. <laughs> Jesus is coming down this very road. And they had to take the opportunity. And maybe the Holy Spirit filled them. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they just remember. You know, sometimes you get that feeling that we need to do something. And maybe they, they felt that the Holy Spirit or that, that somebody, something was leading them because they would not have received another chance to do it. Because the next thing Jesus would be on his way to Jerusalem. But isn't it amazing what Jesus does? And I love Jesus. Because Jesus is on his way to be crucified. He knows what's happening. He knows that that his life is coming to an end. And yet, did you read that scripture? It says that Jesus stopped. He heard these guys. When he heard them shouting, he stopped. He's on his way to be crucified, but yet in that, he stops. And he says, come here. Who was shouting like that? Come here. And he says, what do you want? He's very specific in what he asks. What do you want? Sometimes we need to be very specific when we ask something of Jesus. We need to be very specific in in what we need because we could say, oh Lord, just bless me. You know? And Jesus knows. And what do they say? Lord, give us our sight. Let us see. Wow. Jesus stops. Then he has a conversation and he asks, uh, well, bring them to me. Then he has a conversation with them and he asks, hey, what is it that you want? And not just that, then he goes and then he actually touches their eyes. Nobody wanted to touch them. Other people were shouting to them, get away. Stop it. Jesus goes and he touches the eyes. And immediately, the Bible says immediately, they were able to see. Sometimes, there's too much religion going on. If somebody talks and somebody cries and somebody is praying to Jesus, sometimes we say, hey, stop it, man. Get over it. When we're asking something of Jesus, sometimes other people will say to us, hey, no, man, Jesus can't do that. But I can assure you that Jesus, when you, when you cry out to him and when you pray to him and when you, when you are continuously doing that, Jesus does stop. Jesus does listen. Jesus does come and say, what is it that you need? What is it that you want from me? Two blind guys. Nobody knows their name. Could have been somebody, uh, Mark mentions Bartlemeus in, uh, in his chapter. In his, in his gospel. But what I'm, I'm thinking is that those two blind people are like you and me. 
Sometimes we only see what we want to see. I went to the Louvre with one of my friends years ago in Paris, France. And you, you know when you walk into a museum or when you walk into an art gallery, you see these, these amazing pictures. And what happened was is that I walked in and I, there was this, this, the, I can't remember exactly the name of the picture, but I sat there. I sat there for maybe an, over an hour looking at this one beautiful, beautiful picture. And my mate that went with me said, oh, no, Ralph, come, let's go, let's go. You know, we're young. We, why do you want to sit in a, in a, in a museum or in, a, in this gallery? Let's go, let's go see, you know, other stuff. And, you know, but sometimes we only, some people can only see some things. Sometimes people are not, their, their eyes are not open to see what God wants you to see. We always see doom and gloom. I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of this. Because I always see the, you know, the, the, the backside of, of something that is, that is actually beautiful. And, and so often I have to be reminded that there's a silver lining. Just look at the picture. Look at the beauty that God has. Sometimes we have to ask for that. And we have to be insistent. Because God will, he will stop and he will listen and he will ask you, what is it that you want? And so this morning, I'd ask God to, on his journey to, um, as we journey with him to, um, to the cross, that we'll open ourselves up to receive to be able to see what God wants for us. Not what human beings want, what God wants. There's a few things that we can take from this. And uh, one of the things that we, that we can take from this is uh, that we shouldn't be ashamed to shout out to Jesus. We shouldn't be ashamed to, to call out to him because Jesus himself said um, that he has come for those that are sick, for those that are poor, for those that are destitute, for those that are crippled and blind. The thing is that Jesus is never too busy either. Is that he's, he's on his way to be crucified and yet he stops. And he asks and he calls us to him. And then finally, we should, um, we should follow the example of these two blind men. Is that they couldn't see and they had nothing. And yet Jesus stopped, listened, healed, and gave them life. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you that you heard the cries of those two blind men. We thank you, Jesus, that you heard them say, Lord, 
Son of David, have mercy on us. Amongst that crowd, you heard them. And we pray today, Lord, that you'll hear us. As we shout out to you, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on us. We pray, Lord, that you'll open our eyes to see today. That we'll be able to see your beauty in the destruction. That we will be able to see the beauty in each other. That we will be able to see your love. That we will be able to see that you do hear, that you do stop, and that you do ask, what is it that you want? And so today, Lord, we pray for for our families, those that are going through difficult difficult times. We think of those that have lost loved ones. We think of those that feel very lonely and depressed. We think of those that don't see a future, be it in their family, be it in their relationship, be it in their job, be it in their country, be it in the world. We pray today for those people specifically that you will open their eyes to see. Lord, we pray for our church. Let us open our eyes to see you. We pray for our South Africa. We pray, Lord, for God-fearing leaders to take up their responsibility to see what you want them to see and do. And we pray for your world, our world. We pray, Lord, that you'll just bring peace and harmony and forgiveness and mercy. And so lead us now, we pray, in Jesus' name. Amen. We are going to stand and sing uh, together. I believe in Jesus. Uh, let us stand and we sing together. <laughs> Yeah, no.